What's up, everybody? It's Jeffrey Lyles, welcoming you to another installment of Lyles Movie Files. I'm back at it again, and joining me, as always, is the little brother Jace. How are you, bro shot? I am doing well. I am doing well. It's very... Enjoy your day off. Good times. So what are you doing on your day off? Uh, I'm going to uh, watch the worldwide phenomenon of Eternals tomorrow. I don't if know there's... if it's fair to call it a worldwide phenomenon. Uh, it's, it's top grossing movie in the, all over the world, so it must be great, and everyone loves it. It made $161 million globally its first weekend. Hey, that's that's some good numbers in the pandemic world. Like, I don't know. Nicole Kidman keeps telling me the pandemic is over, and I'm safe to go back to movie theaters to help her that's get kidding. another million dollar paycheck. But that's only because she's like got that whole empty theater by herself. That's the only way I want to watch a movie. Like, come on. Yeah, man. I want to watch a movie with without a mask. As soon as that point happens, then I will be happy to embrace going back all the way to the movies. Until then, I'm going to watch my happy tale at home. But, so, one guy's trying to make good after showing his tail a little bit. That's the one and only Vin Diesel. And he is realizing maybe he erred. Maybe he was a little bit out of pocket. So now he's offering up the white flag to one Dwayne Johnson. Hey, bud. Hey, what's up, man? Listen, I don't know what's going on. You know how to mess. You know how it goes. Why don't we, why don't we get back up, do this Fast and Furious 10? Let's do it. I'm going to read to you this Instagram he posted. Uh, my little brother, Dwayne. I don't know if that's the best start. <laughs> like, if I was editing hey. this message before he sent it out, I'd be like, listen, Vin, I don't think we need to go with the condescending little brother. But, but okay. All right. How about <laughs> brother Dwayne? Okay. The time has come. The world awaits the finale of Fast 10. As you know, my children refer to you as Uncle Dwayne in my house. I mean, this is classic X dirty pool. He's going, <laughs> little brother, my kids are calling for Uncle Dwayne. I mean, wow. It's, it's like there's a check. My kids don't wonder why you are. Yeah, they're wondering where is Uncle Dwayne. There is no holiday that goes by that you, that they and you don't send well wishes. I guess that means he doesn't send well wishes. But the time has come. Legacy awaits because clearly The Rock's legacy has not been defined by his time in the WWF or his very successful Hollywood movie star, Ashton Hero career. But okay. I've told you years ago that I was going to fulfill my promise to Pablo. That's number three in case you're you're keeping score at home. So you're my brother, my kids, and I'm going to bring up our dead friend Paul Walker. So if this if nothing else works to guilt you, I'm going to go Paul. I'm going to go full Paul Walker here and be like, listen, this is it. I swore that we would reach and manifest the best fast in the finale that is 10. I say this out of love, but you must show up. Do not leave this franchise idle. You have a very important role to play. Hobbs can't be played by no other. Not even John Cena. I hope that you rise to the occasion and fulfill your destiny. 
It is your destiny. What do you think about this? Again, when I saw this, I was like, you know what? I respect, I mean, I, I, I want to mess with Vin Diesel for just like, man, the guilt string, the heartstrings are playing. But you know what? He did that in a in public Instagram post. After all the feuding and all that, he said in public, like, hey, I want you back. No, not not in a DM that could, somebody could say 10 years later that I got and I just didn't read it. He's like, hey, guys, I want to come. I want him back. You're like, from whatever I said, whatever was said, you know, let's make bygones be bygones. I'm willing to put some money on the table to make sure Rock can get on the phone. Okay. I respect Now, there's one thing missing in this entire post. An apology. There's literally oh. nothing. <laughs> Nothing that says, listen, I'm sorry for my role in all this beef. I'm sorry for getting ty- poor Tyrese dragged into this too. Let's make amends. I apologize. Mi hermano. Let's do this thing for Pablo. Okay. Now, we we all know it's men. If we actually reach out, we, we ask, we, we're, we're, we're putting out the hand. We, we talk about the apology, you know, in private. But, you know, if I'm saying it out in the world, that hey, I, I, I need your, your help. That, that's a cry for help. So I, I respect the nonetheless. That apology, they'll get to that privately. They'll come on sitting on the red carpet, take some pictures like, yeah, you know, it's all good. I'm glad I'm back, man. Uh, you know, they'll work it out. But, hey. Okay. All right. Now, speaking of things that maybe did not work out, and I was smart once again. Um, I stuck with it with How I Met Your Mother like an idiot. Like a buffoon, moron, hoping it would get better. I bailed on heroes because I said, nope, I see where this is going. And this time, dear brother, it's on you because you decided I can take this one for the team. So please, if you will, talk about the little series that was, that is finally over, is now out of its misery with Supergirl. Yeah. Once again... I really enjoyed Melissa Benoit's betrayal of Supergirl. I, you know, I think easy to say she deserved better than to make her a, I mean, a show where it's Supergirl when she's obviously a woman, which makes no sense on the whole Supergirl thing. And then they have to kind of basically portray her that she's not been chilling for 16 years while Superman's been doing her thing and then magically she's a superhero in one city and everybody else no one ever asked like hey where's your cousin Supergirl uh don't worry I can handle this oh we, we knew we were just asking you know just making conversation I mean you're a Superman I mean it's, you know we just want to make sure y'all aren't really trying to take over the world like you know we saw the rest of the kryptonite I mean kryptonium's coming but we thought you could handle it and you did so we weren't really that surprised I mean Supergirl had to call up like 10 super friends. So, yeah, whatever. But nothing that. I, I digress. But the finale season had her against uh, a Mixel Plix kind of fifth dimension, in, which was kind of like, all right, we're from all over the season, all, all the series, it was kind of, this is what you're going to get. This is her big bad for the finale final season. They changed it up, thankfully, by the ending. Got Lex Luthor, John Criers, uh, Lex Luthor. He was a little different, you know, than he was in previous season. He wasn't the smartest guy in the world, which was definitely different. Did something happen from, what was that, um, Crisis that changed him? 
Or uh, no. Crisis, I think the only thing that happened was he didn't know that all this super friend's identity. Oh. But he still was, I mean, because I mean, remember at one point he had the goggles to make sure the whole world loved him, and that was after Crisis. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, so, but... Yeah, he, he came around at the end. They, is you know, him and the fifth dimensional imp. Uh, I had to take on Supergirl and the Super Friends, and then once again, you figured out once again, A made a show about Supergirl so much more about the Super Friends than it was about her. It was like if you watch Justice League, you saw how they actually needed Superman to win. This one kind of seemed like. Supergirl really needs all of the rest of them, even against somebody kind of maybe not on her power level, but it was always it almost like they almost tried to do stuff almost to diminish her as being what they wanted as a super being in the show, always conflicted and kind of kind of how uh, I don't know if you guys remember Kill Bill when it was like when Bill was saying, "Hey, Superman." is who he is. Clark Kent is the costume. And they always kind of made it like, and this is the complete opposite. Supergirl is completely the costume. <laughs> Here, the uns- unsure, never knowing what she wants, unless she's talking to certain individuals. It's always, she was so insecure and I can't do anything. I don't really think. And then it, it just, it was like, once again, the, fin- the finale act was like, yeah, she needed. At one point, they they she was losing the war, but then she gets inspired by the people, which was cool. But it was also after her sister Alex tells her, "No, I'm going to handle this, and you should sit on the background, even though you're stronger than me and smarter and can do all the things." But I'm going to go rescue my daughter by myself and dang the whole rest of the world because I'm I just know what I'm doing. Uh, hold on, before we go any further, I think one of the show's major failings was when they decided, oh, the people like Alex, let's make her a super-powered character, too. And let's put her as a sidekick, as opposed to running the DO or just being the second-in-command of the DO. Because it was like, all right, we have Martian Manhunter, and okay, if you don't want to keep him there, that's fine. But, I mean, why, was there a reason why Alex just couldn't be the DCTV Nick Fury? running everything, running the secret organization and just doing her thing. And then they were like, oh, let's give her this crappy paint, crappy makeup, this lousy paint roller eyeshadow thing that she's got going. That seems way more trouble than just putting on a blue and black mask, by the way. Well, I mean, even though it was basically a gauntlet that gave her power, but it was also out. Remember how stupid it was when Oliver Queen was running around with makeup on? And he was at least running around and doing stuff in the dark. Yeah. She's out in National City right. with basically some this foam roller of makeup on. It, it was just like, this isn't logical. But again, her identity is not that big a deal because no one cares who she is. <laughs> in, I mean, when she was running, I mean, the secret organization, that was always a subplot or side story that they could have done for her, Alex that they mesh whenever they needed to. And they, when they took the DEO out of it, it was just like, so what is her purpose? I mean, she quits the DEO to have a family, but she has not didn't decide to do that until this season, which 
thankfully they they rectified that it was once again the bigger scenes in the finale were more Alex and James. Um, I'm blanking on James Olsen's sister's name for the show. Throw in sister. I I didn't care. I thought that she and Maggie were actually had chemistry and the scenes that I watched Jimmy's sister and Alex, I just felt like she was just kind of there. Yeah. I mean, they had chemistry. I think they had chemistry. It was just more in the end. You were just like, it's because again, it's Alex was, Alex had been diminished because she's supposed to be this Jack of all trades, superhero. They also is like, we don't need that. You actually have Supergirl. Don't need all of this and Alec, I mean, James's sister was a therapist, but then she was a military vet therapist, <laughs> and then she's the second in command of a plan to bro. I mean, what was it? Brainwashed everybody. Uh, yeah, and then and then she became after that was over. She became a, the new a social worker. Oh gosh! Oh no, no, no! Oh yeah, they just couldn't figure out what job they wanted her to keep every season. She just switched it up. Um, it it was in like I said it. The fact that the bigger scenes in the finale were much more about James's sister and Alice was once it was almost I was telling he wasn't like hey because like we brought back uh, what's his name when James oh we brought uh, James we got James Wood we got uh, talking about Monel yeah we brought back Monel and Monel was in the show for about five minutes it wasn't like hey Kara you know. I, after I almost broke up my marriage the last time I was here. Hey, I'm not even supposed to be on this world because literally, I, if I'm on this world, it's supposed to be poisonous. But we forgot that part of the show because we just need to have him here. We're not even going to give him like the little suit that we've given Kara when she has kryptonite poison. We're just going to be like, we're not going to explain because we forgot about it. Yeah, you so should he comes, too. <laughs> he comes back and no professing of love like, hey, you know, I got rid of that pesky Saturn girl. You want to come back to the future with me? So you can be Supergirl here. No, we're going to have it. So your big reveal is you're going to ditch the glasses and live your authentic self and get rid of Kara and tell the world you're Supergirl. And also the editor of Cat Co. because Cat Grant bought the paperback. Whew, I'm sorry. Yeah. I just had to stop because my eyes were rolling too far back. <laughs> so I had to pause and get them together. Yeah, so that's the absolute... I mean, there's so many choices. There's so many options to choose from. But of the 1B worst decision that Brian Michael Bendis did when he was butchering Superman over at DC Comics was to make Superman or Clark Kent reveal, hey, I'm actually Clark Kent, a reporter at a newspaper. So you guys should never trust anything you read at the Daily Planet because clearly we have a bias and I've been creating my own news. There's no fallout like that, but it was just a terrible decision that every poor writer DC has to now juggle to try to make some sense of when it was just an idiotic choice because the whole thing about superheroes, secret identity. So in Tom Taylor's <laughs> Superman, Son of Kal-El, the very like first four issues, he had a guy bomb the Kent farm because that's what you do. And that's yeah. why Superman would never do that. Again, it's I don't I never understood the reasoning behind authors. I mean, comic book writers wanting to say, "Hey, you know, because they're living a secret identity, they're actually not living their true, authentic self." It's like, yeah, because if 
in a world where people can fly around and do all this other stuff, a regular person, I can't stop you, Superman. But my pocket, I can, I can, I might not be able to ransom, but I can be the one who kills Superman's parents. And that, I live in Arkham Strikers Island, is the man. And it's like, that's why it's not. Yeah, to go. same deal with Lois Lane. I mean, just anybody. He can't be everywhere all the time, and it's just a dumb idea. If you're gonna do it, do it like they did here in Supergirl series finale, where there's no repercussions, no fallout. I do think it's very interesting in this Flash Armageddon crossover. Uh, Alex is showing up, holding down for the Supergirl contingent, and not Martian Manhunter, not Monel, not New Guardian, and definitely not Supergirl. And you know, the funny thing is, I really thought the reason for that was going to be that Supergirl was going to go back with the uh, Legion of Superheroes and be off world and be like, hey, I'm I'm no longer on this world. Like, you know, as much as I reveal my identity, I think she, she made this whole big speech, you know, why she needed to be her authentic self is like, why not go to the 30th century where you can be reinvent yourself and you never I mean. Maybe a secret identity isn't necessary because everyone you know is probably dead. Yeah, it's just really weird because I feel like people would go after Alex and Alex's wife and the whole deal. Or or worse, her niece, because why not go after her? Because she's a super easy target and she didn't have any superpowers. Oh, no, no, no. The, her, the niece's superpowers, if she's around any alien, she can copy it. She's a mimic. She why does she have power. powers? Jeff, everybody has powers in the show, okay? <laughs> With it, okay? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Why? I mean, it's so not necessary. I was reading something and I really wish I could credit it properly, but they were talking about all the characters that are going to be in this uh, crossover. Like, man, this is like the everybody you didn't, this is like a crossover featuring everybody you didn't want to see. I take umbrage to Black Lightning thrown in with that, <laughs> but. Yeah, Mia Green Arrow, Alex. I mean, Alex is just overdone so much. And so was Mia in the last two seasons of Green Arrow that I have no interest in seeing them. Yeah. Jeff, how is Mia going to be on this crossover? I don't know. She's in 30 years in the future. I, like, I, Did she come back? I don't even remember because I'm really oh, trying to forget all that stuff. Remember, they were trying. They bounced him back to the future, and that's when they had the Black Canary, who's not Black Canary. Oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Was gonna be the other Black Canary was trying to train the Black Canary into the blah, the blah, the blah. Right, and then they realized, oh, no one cares about this show, so no spinoff going forward. Oops. Yeah, that was. That Maybe was we should have killed that whole last season of Green Arrow. That was that was such a terrible decision. I don't blame Stephen Mel for being like, "Peace out. I'm gonna heal out on y'all." Um, so there's an interesting deal with this flash event. It's just an event. It's five episodes. And then the actual season starts in March for somebody who's tired of doing these recaps of mediocre shows. I'm loving this idea. Let's just do spurts of five episodes. Let's do that all the time. What do you think? Do you care? Are you like, oh man, I'm going to miss my flash fix for the fall and winter. Well, you know, the funny thing about it is every one of those, I think the new character, the characters on the show 
are on shows that have ended, so they wouldn't get Except that Batwoman. crossover. Oh, okay. Most of them are getting a crossover bumper pay, so it probably is very budget friendly. So they do five episodes and come up with one bad guy that they can pro- they can probably beat, and not the end of it. Hey, Barry, just run and actually come up with a co- cohesive storyline, and you know it should. I'm hoping it should be good. Now, are you actually? suggesting that you didn't finish watching that trailer and did not hear Jefferson say, run, Barry, run. Well, I said, hey, I just said, it won't be the end of it. Hey, Barry, just run. He's just telling him like it would be again. Hey, Barry, run run over and get us some coffee. It's not run and just, and now you'll beat the bad guy. It's like, you know, hey, man, we're meeting at the clubhouse, man. Get on, get on over here. So, so it's really That's interesting because of, I'm just thinking just really off the top of my head here from characters that I would rather see in this. I mean, clearly Batwoman, Black Lightning, because, you know, Batwoman at least is still standing. Those two should be in it. Why not Martian Manhunter? Because that way you get a character who covers the super strength, flight, and you're all good. You don't have to have Supergirl. And you definitely don't need Mono. And he can cover it. I mean, if you don't want to have Supergirl, this way you got a super powerful person who can handle stuff except for fire. And let's see, from the Arrow universe, I mean, I'm trying to avoid making this just an all-black crossover, but, you know, whatever. That's the problem, I think, why they didn't have Martian Manhunter, because... Is Diggle on this thing, too? I don't think uh, I saw him there. I think so? I don't think so. So let's see, if we don't use him, not the, not, not so Mr. Terrific... Um, you could use Road Dog. Wild Dog. Wild Dog. Yeah. Um, they could throw in Oliver's sister. The other one. Uh, what was her name? I don't know. Well, we've got Mia, and everybody loves Mia. Not so much. So, yeah, we got them. Um, I really understand why we're not getting my man Superman in this, because it's like, nah, we're working on a quality CW show here. Can't deal with Sorry. that. Can't deal yeah. with that now. Yeah, if the budget doesn't say that, I, I don't, I don't, I don't get out of bed. Sorry. <laughs> but you know what? Oh, are, are we, wait, wait. Are we writing it? No. Oh no, no. I'm, I'm <laughs> Sorry, my schedule is so booked up. <laughs> I really wish I could help you guys, but uh, no. And you know, maybe so if we couldn't get Steel, what about Starman from Star Girl? He's a character. He's only- Oh, that's sorry. That, that messes up the whole quality CW show again. Yes, again, and he's on a different world, thankfully. But yeah, I don't know if we've talked about it, but that Star Girl season finale was just great. Yeah, I mean, I, when they when they when the credits rolled, I'm like, I mean, it's it's over. Yeah. I mean, we, we're losing a good good CW show, uh, and then I gotta hope that woman's good with Alice. Yeah, you know, that's the main reason I haven't been watching it, because I'm like, I'm so over Alice. We don't need to find a way to keep her on the show. I mean, you could do, like, every other soap opera. Make her a new, you know, you like the actress, just make her another character. That's fine. She could, there now starring in the role of therapist. Huh? Now starring in the role of therapist. Right. I mean, anything. Because, you know, I feel like she got a raw deal, because, you know, Ruby Rose was really her connection with Kate Kane, and then it's like, well, okay, uh, yeah, how can we keep Alice on the show? No, that, that wasn't the question that needed to be asked, guys. Yeah. I, I watched, an, I think I watched 
an episode and then might have gotten the second one. Hmm. I, 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 I midway through, I just paused and said, all right. I watched Stargirl and I made the right call. Stargirl's great. Can't, can't argue with you on that. Speaking of great things that uh, the CW, CW, the DC Universe and Warner Brothers really are pulling a rock right now. I mean, like all the fans, we're, we're, we're Vin Diesel in this case. And so is Henry Cavill. He's like, yo, I won, I won in. I'm not done. I'm not done. And they're like, no, 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 Henry, listen, we got you, dude. Just, just, you're good. Just hang over there. We're going to work on this Tanashi Coates Superman. We're going to work on this Michael B. Jordan Superman. Um, If we don't call you back, it's okay. So he did an interview, Henry Cavill, with the Hollywood Reporter. And, um, you know, I I don't think I've seen a case where an actor is so invested in something. Maybe Ryan Reynolds who's so invested in a character that he's played and wants to do right by the, by the fans, by the audience. And the studio was like, we could, but no. So they asked him about the different Superman films and projects going. He's like, that was exciting. Superman's far more than skin color. Superman is an ideal. Superman's an extraordinary thing that lives within our hearts. Extra 20 points for Henry Cavill. Why not have multiple Superman going on? Joaquin Phoenix did a wonderful Joker movie. So what if it's not tied to the rest of the franchise? Uh, Excellent point. They have multiple Superman comic book storylines happening at the same time. Uh Uh-oh, let's not mention the comic books. That's something that happens. Um, And he said, there's still a lot of storytelling for me to do as a Superman. I would absolutely love the opportunity to return. The killing of Zod gave a reason for the character never to kill again. Superman falling to the ground and screaming afterwards. I don't think that was originally in the script, but I wanted to show the pain he had. I did far more emotional takes than that they didn't choose. Tears were happening. He just killed the last remaining member of his species. That's the choice he made in that moment. He'll never do that again. There is an opportunity for growth after that to explore the psyche of Superman as a deep, seemingly invulnerable godlike being, but with real feeling on the inside. As I always say, the cape is still in the closet. What the heck is Warner Brothers doing? Do we need to drive right now and come up with a script while we drive to California? And they're like, listen, this dude wants to be Superman again. You know, we all have Christopher Reeve in this holiest of holies esteem because he was a really great Superman for the 70s. Henry Cavill is a really great Superman for right now. And they could make so many more movies. And for whatever reason, they're driving their feet on it. I've never seen this before where an actor is like, I want to do more. And they're just like, that's great, buddy. But um, we've got a lot of other things we're interested in. And we're not interested in you. Help me out. I, you know, the weirdest thing, I think it would almost take the rock telling them, Hey, I want to work with him for them to actually do it. I think that's the only way they're actually going to say, like, no, it's like, he's actually a big enough dude that we don't have to CGI. He actually put a good enough thing. I want to work with him. unless it is somebody, an actor like really being a, uh, Pulling him to to the next movie, there. I don't think one of is just like, well, we didn't like the Snyder, but it's like, 
again, if you don't like Snyder, then you still you have to get rid of Gal Gadot. You have to get rid of uh, Jason Momoa, Ezra Miller, uh, Ezra Miller. Like you can't have. It's like oh, and you're gonna use Flashpoint. It's like, but again, it's like, why stop goods? I mean, it seems like if the guy is like, yeah, it wasn't that great at the time. If he was trashing you, feel free to cut him loose. But he's like, hey guys, I have ideas, and I don't think all my ideas are trash. And I think as you see, as you see DC fandom trending, you also see Save the Snyderverse trending. <laughs> Also, maybe think of that synergy somehow. Make that work. Because, I mean, I am the Superman of that storyline. So if you want to come up with a Flashpoint, there's no reason to exclude me. For, I mean, it's, it's like I wasn't bashing the movie. I wasn't. And it was like, and maybe I was a little too vocal on you know, restore the Snyderverse, but again, you did restore the Snyderverse, so what again is the problem? So was Jason Momoa. I mean, I mean, was he like, was he on video with Ray Fisher every five seconds? <laughs> like, hey, Ray, man, you really got a case on them. I didn't see it. So again, what is their deal? It, it just is inconceivable how they're just like, we just don't want you. We, we don't care. We want to move on and start this whole DC universe, but we we say there's a multiverse, which we can, again, we can have storyline, but we just don't want you. Yeah, it's, it's a terrible decision because Marvel's like, um, maybe we could do Eternal prequel series on Disney Plus. That could work. Or we could tell this story. How about a spinoff of this character? Yeah, let's do this. Oh, this is totally off the wall. Yeah, let's let's try it. Warner Brothers like, um, well, I don't know. We don't have a good idea, but I think this one's a, I think this one will work. Um, again, I, as I always say, I hate bashing DC, even though they deserve it. But it's like, let me get some money and I'll buy it. I will give me like five films, you know, in a year. Because let's be honest, there's enough properties to make five films that aren't conflicting with the Marvel schedule. And like, hey, let's let's look at the results from yours versus mine. I think I, I'm gonna have a better product. Just straight up, like, hey, okay, Shazam, you guys do your thing. Patty, let me see the script before that Wonder Woman three comes out again. And no, 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 we're not gonna set it any wacky time frame. It's gonna be 2022 or 2023. We're not going back to the past. Sorry. After after what happens in Flashpoint, go right. Figure out your story. That's your starting point. Hey, Batman, give me a Batman where we actually have Batman versus Slade Wilson, who knows his identity, and a a predator actually knowing your identity of that dude. And it's crazy because they have stuff there on the table. Slade versus Batman, then Justice League versus the Justice League. They have things. Henry Cavill wants to explore Superman's emotions after killing the last Kryptonian. Hey, maybe there's more than one Kryptonian. Oh, here's Supergirl. Oh, look, here's a dog from space coming down. I mean, it's just like, dude, what are y'all doing? It's so easy, and it just seems like they're deliberately making terrible choices. There's like, I mean, it's like, you have movies, all you have to do is write the dialogue around him and you should stumble into good moves as long as you don't make stupid moves like hey yeah 
this is this is a constant discussion and we're never gonna never gonna find any satisfaction with it so keep drinking bro all right so on disney plus they are going to put out new versions of 13 films i'm not sure if we've got the the list of these films yet i think it's one of those deals we'll find out as disney plus day continues but we're going to get the imax presentation which means we're going to get the grandiose wider screen look even though most of us don't have imax capabilities at home but on the screen here you can see how much different the imax is versus what we're seeing on a normal presentation that's cool uh clearly all three captain americas need to be on this list two guardians four avengers black panther that's the example they have so clearly that one thor ragnarok what else let me ask you this do they have in game on there no I'm, i mean come on that that'd be stupid i said the four avengers films so I'm, I'm, okay well let me there was a i'm going to say a bad rumor because i that they did a re is there any reshoots from these movies or is it just getting IMAX? What do you think they're doing? Like a special edition Lucas cut? I, I'm high. I, I'm hoping there is. It, I, I want to see the same movies just in letterbox. I mean, I, I mean, in HD, like extra HD. I, I mean, I'm going to watch them anyway, but I just hoping there's not additional footage or edited footage that may not satisfy all viewers. What edited footage are you referring to? Again, this From is a bad older, thing. Older movies? No. Again, this is when you, you, you sometimes click on the clickbait just because you're like, I hope you guys didn't do this. But there was some thought that there you did the Avengers Endgame scene where it was all the female heroes, and they edited that and did something different. I'm like, I don't care if anybody thinks it was pandering. I think, hey, it was cool seeing them all doing their thing. I, don't, I never got the whole... Uproar about I never them. understood that because it's like, what action movie do not do we not see a bunch of dudes all together on screen? The one time we get a bunch of women, it's like, oh no, where are the pitchforks? It's like that's stupid. And the Mandalorian yeah, did it really cool too in the rescue, which I happen to stumble into watching again. I mean, it's just like if you have good characters, whatever. And I don't think it's pandering if you just so happen to put all the women in one scene. Just who cares? Yeah. The boys, the boys did it, and everybody was like, "That's how you do it." It's like it's literally the exact same thing. They just are more violent. It's like, what's the difference? <laughs> that was great. That was that was a epic beatdown. The target was not. There was also the target. Yeah, you deserved it. Yeah, so. you got that coming, sucker. Yes. So speaking of which, I cannot wait for season three. Hopefully, that will be coming very soon. Uh, Red Notice is coming up on Netflix. Netflix. Netflix this weekend starring The Rock who's still apparently working on his legacy Ryan Reynolds and Gal Gadot so this is a clash of Black Adam Deadpool and Wonder Woman who's coming out on top Wonder Woman yeah exactly uh, you weren't saying that's a pander were you no I just still again I'm, I grew up listening to that song and it's still one of my favorite theme songs of a TV show absolutely alright so Tonight is the night. It is decision day. Married at First Sight, season 13. The debacle that was uh, Texas. Gosh. I mean, I feel like 
Vegas has closed the books. They're not taking any bets because it feels like it's a wrap. I feel like it's been a wrap three weeks ago. But what are your predictions for all these couples? Let me just break them down. Um, let me go Rachel and Jose <laughs> first. Let, let's do that. Just Let me just knock that out. Okay. Uh, they couldn't even come up with fake drama like we may not stay together. Well, I don't, I don't, you know, he's a little too controlling. Like, nah, we're just moving into his house. Like, I don't ever know why we're having decision day, like, other than get some champagne with the, the advisors, with the experts. Yeah, yeah, I think that's all we're here for. <laughs> exactly. I mean, like, y'all are y'all are actually a good match, and they were literally the one that I was like, "There's no way that's gonna work," but it worked out just fine, and yeah. So that was good. Let's see. Let's spin the diet, spin the wheel again. Um, Ryan and Brett. <laughs> the dude who can't be bothered to wait until the series is over. The season is over before he's going out and putting his stuff back on the date naps. Oh, uh, sorry. You uh, caught that? Oh, you're here still. <laughs> that was basically <laughs> what he did. So, uh, do you think they're going to stay together, bro? Uh, I'm pretty sure I'm going to have to swipe the other way. Uh, they don't have a chance. Well um, played. Yeah, it's it's too bad. Brett seemed really nice. I hate when they mash people up with losers. And it's very apparent early on where it's like, dude, we're going to suffer through eight weeks of this foolishness. I can tell you they're a bad match right now. You know. I mean, like, looking. I mean, none of these guys. I was, I was I'll jump in. None of these guys are bad. Like the ones from what was that, Atlanta? Who was so, in Atlanta? Chris and Paige. Chris was trash. Yeah, I mean, like, none of them. None of these people were that bad. But it was like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like Brian just couldn't figure out how to. I mean, like, he couldn't figure out how to. You know, I mean, he needed to grow up a little bit. I mean, like his sister was like, he needs to grow up. I mean, there's. So if he could have grown up, he would have probably been an okay dude, but it was just that wasn't what he wanted to do. And you know, but I mean I, I mean I kinda I looked like when he would like kind of showed like, hey, her her here's how she keeps her bedroom. It's disgusting. I'm like, you could kind of call her out on that, man. And trust me, you need to. Everything's like, hey, we need to, you know, can we clean this joint up? I know you sleep in it, you know. Let's at least get into one argument of substance. Like, Clothes like, have an know. interesting feature. They can be folded. Like, <laughs> when, you, when, you, when you're finished after you're done working out, the clothes go in the laundry bin, and not the them. Yes. I mean, it's just like, I hated his lack of effort. He reminded me of Zach, where he was like, yeah, I'm going to go back to my place. It's like, I need them on this show to come up with some rules. So everyone has to commit, right? Like the experts need to get the keys of everybody's place. There's no, here's the home I grew up in. We're going to take this. We're going to take that. Maybe they can wait till that. And then the experts are standing outside and they take the keys and they don't get them back until after. Cause that will eliminate this whole, well, I don't like you very much. I'm going to go home. Like some of these days yeah. this season. Let me say, like, I can understand. Like I, I need a little bit of space, but that's when you go to space, go to a bar. Like, hey, I need to, I need to go. I mean, you're living in your hometown. Hey, I'm gonna go to a bar, talk to, have some venting with my boys, and then come back yeah. later on. Like, do it I like think, real married people do. They don't have a single spot. 
They just deal with it. They go upstairs. They go to the basement. They go to the bathroom. These jokers are like, I'm going to go back to my place. And also, they need to eliminate these second bedroom apartments. Yeah. Well, let's say it now, now, because it's like, if you, you, you're you not giving some of these people a big enough bathroom or two, and that's a hard transition, I would they, assume. They can, give, like- they can give, them a, give them an extra be- bathroom, a half bath, whatever you need. But... They're they're doing this. I'm sleeping over at so and so's place, so I'll have my room and you have your room. Or they could do it like Big Brother and make the other bedroom like a have not spot. So the second bed is just super uncomfortable. It's like hanging at an angle and it's like janky and it's like it creaks every time you move. Like maybe they could just do that. The second bedroom is just a crappy. It's like getting all the. So if it's during the winter time, it's super cold. There's no insulation. If it's in the summertime, it's just humid and mucky and you're just covered in sweat as soon as you leave it. Tell you what, do that instead. I think the funny thing is like, if because even like if you just need a room for a timeout, you can go hang there. But you can't go sleep there. Yeah, you gotta yeah, like, all right, yeah. I gotta make, I gotta make my peace. Like that would actually make it a lot more interesting. Play like, okay. Once again, once you commit to this, we're gonna need after you do the home visit. If you don't have pets or anything, we are taking your keys. You're making sure you pay. We're giving you your checkbook so you don't have to go back there. But you aren't going back there at ten o'clock after the bar or right. Whatever you got, you got to suck this one up for eight weeks. Sorry, bro. Sorry, Buttercup. And it wasn't, and it wasn't just the dudes on this season. It was also yeah, what, yeah. I mean, everybody had their skate valve and kind of used it a little yeah. more than there's other there's times. no an emergency break glass. As in the immortal words of Darth Vader, there is no escape. All right, so let's see. We've we're we've got one and one right now. Time to wreck up our curve. Uh, let's go with Zach and Michaela. Wait, I need my Kleenex as I break down Zach and Michaela's issues. Uh, I think they have no chance, and that's a good thing for both of them. <laughs> no chance. Uh, You've got uh, no uh, chance. I, I think that I think both of them, after watching the show, can recognize their issues, and their friends and family can also help them if, in case they miss one of those issues, to be like. Here is the issue you missed. Yes. Go handle this before you try and redo this show. Flipping over another- tables or bumping into foosball tables, breaking glasses, destroying poor wipe containers. Not a good look. I, I mean, honestly, I I don't think I've seen this show where I felt for somebody. I'm like, if you had like a nine to five job, you may get fired based on your I mean performance on the show. And it was like, very much. I, I really felt for Michaela. I'm like, is a realtor? You kind of, hey, my realtor might be crazy, but she's going to be a great interest rate. I'll <laughs> um, be a great house. It's like, but is a nine to five, that would be an HR. Uh, Michaela, we're going to need to see you. Yeah, uh, you don't really represent us well, so we're going to let you go, okay? And I didn't even know your name, but it doesn't matter. It's okay. Yeah, and Zach, I Gosh, first off, I'm gonna need I'm gonna need to contribute some money, or GoFundMe to get that dude a razor or a shirt. <laughs> he is rocking a David Hasselhoff chest hair like it is vintage Baywatch. They're not bringing that back, bro. Stop it. He's bringing his authentic uh, truth to y'all. Yeah, Kara would be proud. All right, let's see. Um. 
which toss up will I go with now? All right, Gil and Merla. This is my only one that I'm desperately hoping works out because they will be hilarious on couples camp. And also because I don't know what Gil's going to say and that would make it really funny because he just doesn't care about protecting her self-esteem or, you know, anything. He's like, oh, is this your glass castle? Ooh! I don't think it's her self-esteem. It's her ego. Okay. I mean... I yeah, think if you, demolishing. I think she would probably after she looks at it, it's like, yeah, I could probably drop a peg. I'm not a bad person, so I, you know, I, I need to take some things a little less seriously. And you know, I can, I can, I, I hear his truth. I accept your truth. And she does uh, and do I, a good I, job I think, of active listening. I will give yeah, her that. I mean, you know, I, I think they probably have out of the non-definites. <laughs> Of jo- I mean, Jose and Rachel. I think they have the strongest chance of being a yes. Because, I mean, like, as I was, like, laughing after last week, because I was like, he really hit, like, the Austin from D.C. Like, well, you know, I don't know if I can really say I love you, Mike. Bro, you're all in. Calm down. Like, don't make me give me this fake drama. You're all in. Gil was kind of giving me those vibes. Well, you know, she doesn't calm her spending down. She got money. Live, live, be a little. I didn't know if it was an insecure thing or she wants him to pay for everything. So, but if she's got it, I'm down, bro. Yeah, I, I really want like, them to work over this money thing. I know that's a major thing, but I, I really want them to because I think that they would be a good couple. And again, my entertainment on Couples Couch would be great. All right, so last up, the big train wreck. Johnny and Bao. I I think we both decided this is a no for us, dog. And Bao may go, well, I've decided that I want to stay together. Johnny's going to go. It's going to frow his brow for about a good two minutes. Maybe rip up some artificial flowers, tear up some of the couch while he's sitting nervously. And then he's going to go. See? This right here, this is why I can't be with you. Because you said you want to keep working on it. And I was going to stay with you, but since you decided to say you wanted to keep working on it, as if I have something to do, uh, I'm out. I can't do this anymore. And he's going to storm off, and the expert's going to be like, Johnny, Johnny. Well, we're very disappointed in Johnny, but Bao, you've shown tremendous growth through this entire process. What do you think? I, I think they're going to, they know that too, and that's why they're going to ask Johnny first. Because they're like, Bao may say yes. Johnny, we got to figure out what day Johnny's on. So we can have Bao Johnny's on. <laughs> Is this party like, fun, no, Johnny? I, I had a consultation with the butterfly, and he said, you're a horrible person. And he said, I should know what to look for. And the butterfly is always right. So, Bao, I can't be with you. No. You're I, too demanding. You're too controlling. You're trying to act like you're perfect. I can't My gosh. It. I mean, you you say you made me gourmet lunches every day, but you made me gourmet lunches one day for seven days. It's not enough. I, I demanded fresh gourmet lunches, not one. I, mean, I want to put this in the microwave, okay? Yeah. Ridiculous. I can't deal with this anymore. I'm out of here. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, I'm very much intrigued to see how this episode plays out. And uh, it, it, this might be one of those part twos after watching um, Eternals. I might have to jump in and see, you know, discuss after the show what happened. Okay, maybe we're going to do a big post of everything. Eternals and Married at First Sight, a crazy doubleheader. The most crazy, ridiculous podcast yet. 
Well, um, do you have any nominees for Dummy of the Week? I have uh, one, but I will let you go first. Huh. You know, I think I do have a Dummy of the Week. My Dummy of the Week is this guy, right? This is the guy who decided to watch Supergirl the final season after even uh, Chief decided he could do no more. I decided, well, I can be the person who talks about it on the podcast. And every episode, I'm like, Wow, this our, our listeners better enjoy this because man, this is painful. <sighs> yeah, so for suffering through these many 15 hours of this questionable show this season, I am 100% the dummy of the week. All right, well, let me see. I'm trying to come up with some dummies, but there's always the good old standby of Kanye West because now he wants to get back with Kim, but maybe he's got a new girlfriend and maybe he's changed his name. There's always something with this guy. And Kanye, I thank you as always for being, if there's no other dummy in the world, you, my friend, continue to prove to be a consistent, reliable check mark in that category. Yeah. All right, well, Bro Shot is that time. It's taping. It's all or nothing. <laughs> so let's get into it. Thank you, as always, for rolling with me. Thank you all out there for listening. This episode of Lyle's Movie Files has been filed.